1: The marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat
0: Cashman. He had taken his bodybuilding as far as he could. After winning a record seventh
1: Mr. Olympia title, he retired. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. As a child, her ambition was to become a dancer. As good fortune would have it, she became a princess instead. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. (laughs) It's a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See? You're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls! I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. yeah. It's love and
0: time. Yeah, okay, all right. That that uh, that is so. I, I'd rather not say. Which birthday this is for me, but it is—it's up there. You said it's to me,
2: there. "You said oct- to the, oct- octogenarian." I can't even say it. That's oct is eight. Yeah. You're not, you haven't pulled the eights yet. Uh, next year. You're not—you haven't even pulled the seven yet.
0: But uh, time marches on, and it doesn't it strike you, especially as you get older. Somebody said. Remember when we did this? You say, yeah, that was uh, about a few months ago. Well, no, it was three years ago. Right. Or,
2: right. It still blows my mind that it's been over 10 years that you and I have actually been employed at a radio station together. Yeah, so yeah. That's and, mind-blowing. To
0: yeah, me. and, and, and it's, so it's really nice when people remember it. Because it
2: doesn't feel like 10 years, is what I'm saying. Are,
0: getting thinner but uh, they still remember. <laughs> no they're, it, it, they're does, it doesn't off. and all the things that happened after and in between interesting stuff as we uh as we go older but i um i remember as a kid having your birthday was a great thing now it's just sort of another day but when no, you're no but, it's not but when you're a kid it is a day of great anticipation at least it yes. was for me because yeah. It, it, and I've told you this before, but it was the one day of the year when I knew I wasn't going to get in trouble. No, nobody was. Getting,
2: you had a reprieve. My dad wasn't
0: going to say, "Pat, get the stick, get the paddle." Uh, you know that I could pretty much. I got a pass on my birthday because it was my birthday. At least that's how I perceived it. That I would. I, this was a day off mm-hmm. from even having to think about getting in trouble, and I love that even christmas wasn't that day
2: i I think that holds true for everybody for even now it's your birthday you kind of are but it's sad that that's the best reason to have a birthday but that
0: but that's how it was for me and then we i've got old pictures of you know my cousins and friends and other little kids and we're all having cake together and we're wearing those little dunce caps and you know stuff like that what are the
2: dunce caps about I don't know. Oh, do you mean the happy birthday pointy? Yeah, the little days? pointy hat. Yeah, not a, not a literal dunce cap. I don't Got think it. it's a literal
0: I, dunce cap, but it always looked so like one to me. So
2: like you, uh, you did tell me, and I won't share your age with you because it is really actually rather appalling. But I see. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is a problem. I
2: said to you, oh, you're just a baby. Yeah. And and I made the comment, don't you hate it when people say that you're just a baby. Ew, you're just a baby. No, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a baby
0: dinosaur. Baby baby.
1: You got me!
2: <laughs> I'm not a baby anymore. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm getting old. I'm getting older. Yeah, but the problem is <laughs> that I don't feel like I'm getting wiser. I'm getting to be this gray eminence, you know. That well, my son, let me pass along this wisdom to you. I feel like really? I'm goofier. Uh, I'm just as goofy as I ever was. Uh sometimes sillier well but
2: but that's that's that has nothing to do with wisdom i mean you you need to take into account your experiences with things and things you've learned are you trying to tell me that you've learned nothing that you still sometimes
0: i think so really yeah sometimes i think i've learned nothing really yeah you make uh, the
2: same mistakes over and over oh yeah Really? Oh,
0: oh yeah. You do? Yes. The yes,
2: same yes. ones. I make new ones all the time.
0: Well, um, new ones too. You, they're actually not the same mistake, but they're a variation of that mistake. And you went, yeah. oh, "Oh, didn't right. I learn that?" I should have applied that to this. This is the same situation, just a little different. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that uh, I think we all make those mistakes. On the other hand, I look at a you know I read a book about Winston Churchill recently, and he. At the time that he, you know, he goes in and out of the wilderness, as he calls it, where he's riding high. He's uh, he's much vaunted and popular and much sought after leader of his country. And then there's other times when they say, "Yeah, yeah, we've had it with you. Get out of here." Yeah. And then, he, so then, but then he's called back uh, when his country is at war uh, in World War Two with Germany, and he, you know, he's he's saying basically every other European nation may fall to Germany, but we're not, you know, we're going to fight on, we're going to fight. Uh, the words are, are famous, of course, we will never surrender and right. all of that. And he's 66 years old when they ask him to do that. Right. And he's absolutely heroic. He's he's going, traveling around at great risk, flying planes by himself in some cases, mm-hmm. and doing all of this stuff, And and, and because he, you know, said those things, his nation believed it too. Even though it was right and true, every nation around him did fall. Poland, Belgium and France and everybody but they're pretty soon they're the only country left in Europe that and the Germans are moving in and he just stood tall. And I just said well, you know, there's there's no age limit on on that and courage and all Wait of the a rest.
2: Second. So you're you're equating your
0: no, I'm not, but I'm just saying maybe maybe my day is still coming.
2: Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Don't don't say, well, I've done I've done everything I can do now, and I'll just wait for Mister Reaper to come to the door. Uh, no,
2: or or the depends box to come to the yeah. door. yeah. Hey, speaking of that, and I don't really want to know if you wear no, them. But no, but
0: I don't wear them. I don't. However, wear them. I wear them. If I do wear them, I wear them on the outside because I want to be proud of it.
2: Well, and that is—that's—they're actually doing some brilliant advertising lately. If you've seen any of these Depends commercials, where there are people, <clears throat> you're supposed to sort of come out of the closet on your be—be be proud, own the fact that you wear Depends, and they've got. Well, some, I think that's
0: a bunch of baloney. Why should you be proud about they've it? They've
2: got some movies. Be stu- resigned
0: to it, perhaps. <clears throat> but but don't be proud of it. Don't be strutting around. Well, this is what. The- hey, everybody! <laughs> guess what? That's what I'm wearing? But and that's. Is what, it depends? <laughs> oh, you're right. You get. Yeah. And, but it's a
2: good point because I thought w- just e- even if I'm ashamed, I'm still going to have to wear them and buy them. I'm not sure what the company's trying to do oh, by saying
0: they're trying to. It's just so, bal- it's marketing baloney, is what it is. But this is
2: what I'm saying. Yeah. Their market. They don't need to market. They don't need no. to have advertisements. They don't need commercials. Unless
0: they want people mm-hmm. who don't really need them to get... Hey, I want to get on the I want to be cool. I want to be on the fashion <laughs> train. So, yeah, I'll, I'll wear that's them, the, too. But, Larry, I thought, you're 23. That's why I, don't I thought care. it was
2: an odd commercial. Yeah. Own your own, the fact that you wear a pit No, I... No. Don't. See, I don't
0: remember anything... Of course, I wasn't in the market uh, years ago. But I don't remember there being so much discussion of things... Including, you know, erectile dysfunction Who who even knows what that (laughs) meant back
2: then I know, well, it's all over every every commercial now
0: You've reached the age where you know how things work Or don't
1: work, as the case may be This is the age of knowing what needs to be done So why let erectile dysfunction get in your way? Talk to your doctor about Viagra
0: Hi doctor, I want to talk to you about Viagra Why, are you saying I need it? No, I do Oh, well, that's different. And it's not just confined to white males. And the win- and the female equivalent of that and all of these products. And then, yeah. and then you know, the myriad disclaimers that follow after that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just so bold and brazen. The, the, the menstrual one, the, the woman, you know, with the husky voice. Sex shouldn't hurt when you're
0: in your 50s.
2: It just gets your attention when you're making an omelet and somebody says that on your TV. You're like, <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, so, so so this is one that I spotted in the in the magazine the other day, and I thought this is first of all, it I, I don't know what to say about it except that it is the the language that they use in the advertising copy itself seemed to me a little arresting, and and I would say couldn't there have been another way to to put this? Okay, but maybe there couldn't be.
2: Are you gonna tell me the product first? Yes, or just, the product
0: or- is called Butterfly. Have you heard of it?
2: No, do you want to read me the ad and see if I can guess what it does?
0: Well, you you won't have to guess.
2: It's called butterfly.
0: It's called butterfly. Is it? And a it shows it shows a woman, Renee, age fifty four, and she's saying, "quote It's hard to believe such a little thing could make such a big difference." And then there's a guy, Jim, age fifty one, who says, "This is the first thing I've seen that works."
2: diet
1: to know.
0: Introducing Butterfly, <laughs> a new kind of discreet protection for ABL.
1: It must have been cold there in my
2: shadow. ABL is?
0: guess. see if you can guess what ABL is.
2: Um, a, 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 a something a, astonishing bladder leak.
0: You're really, you're right on. It's not quite it, but that's close enough that I'll give you the points. It's accidental bowel leakage.
1: Oh, bowel. Oh, no. Mm -hmm.
0: So butterfly body liners fit. I'm reading the copy verbatim, okay? New butterfly body liners fit comfortably and discreetly in the buttocks, (laughs) providing secure, secure protection for accidental bowel leakage, ABL. Consumer studies show that butterfly users feel more confident and protected going about their day. That's because with its absorbent core, Odor Shield and Stay Fast oh. Wings. You
1: are the wind beneath my wings.
0: Butterfly adheres securely and invisibly in the buttocks, giving you a new kind of protection. Oh my, you can count on. There's nothing like Butterfly. Learn more at butterfly.com
2: whoa okay so I'm getting now you don't stick this to your pant, your your underpants no I think you You stick, stick a, it to your butt
0: right to the buttocks
2: wow oh there's it does look like a butterfly
0: <laughs> isn't that lovely it's cute it goes from a caterpillar to a butterfly
2: so this really is basically a um
0: depend n- well kind of yeah it's it, almost like uh, a female uh for you know uh,
2: like a Max Mini Pad. Thank you.
0: I couldn't think of the name. Yeah, mm,
2: but it is. It's actually sh- it's shaped like a butterfly. So you cram it up there.
0: Shaped like a butterfly, but it stings like a bee. <laughs> Probably when you tear it off with the glue. I mean.
2: So this is really, and they could, they, you know, they could market this not to just the ABLS people. And I'm not making fun of that because I'm sure that's a horrible thing. But no, it is. This, you know, this is it really is. a skid mark preventer. From- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many mothers of boys yeah, I know. would be like, I'm so cramming these in my boy's butt right now. Well, I, I know. I am sick yeah. of going through their laundry That's and true, but this.
0: Of course, for boys, it's not ABL. It's like, well, but- don't bother to do no what, you know what. Just go and then leave and not not involve any paperwork.
2: Well, that's true. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I just
0: thought the reason I caught wow, my eye never was because heard of, this. of the language used.
2: talks. Well, what in would the you? Buttocks. What would you? That is the. That's the. Isn't that the medical name? No, the medical name is. No, Woody that's is,
0: that's probably correct. But I mean, it's just that. I mean, they're really not rather, leaving anything that they they don't don't assume you know where it would go. They want to make sure you know exactly where it goes. Would you rather them
2: say new butterfly body body liners fit comfortably and discreetly
0: into that area where ABL occurs on your
2: person? Yeah, on your in the stinky area. (laughs) No,
0: no, no, you don't put that in. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the right thing to do,
2: buttocks is just a funny word anyway. Well, it is. Maybe that's why it
0: made me me laugh a little bit, but
2: and no, I don't think
0: the problem is funny, I just think the way they wrote the ad and the language yeah. they used. I mean, that, you know, it's like any that's a national piece of commercial advertising right. there and so it went through a phalanx of yeah uh, of uh, approvers, lawyers, uh, you know, the client themselves. These- let's put uh, let's put Bob our best copywriter on this. <laughs> Bob I don't expect you to knock the copy out right away. Take it home, work on it for the weekend and come on back in Monday and let's see what you got. Okay. So then they have the big meeting, you know, and everybody's gathered around in the conference room. Bob, let's hear what you came up with. Okay. Uh well, this this problem co- is occurs in the you know, the derrière section of the body, that area. You mean the ass? yeah yes, but we can't put I've checked with legal we can't put that word in the copy
2: we can't use ass yes we unless
0: we're like making butterflies for donkeys or something <laughs> so here's what i here's what I came up with, and legal says this is okay, providing secure protection for accidental bow leakage, you put it comfortably and discreetly in the buttocks <laughs> ah boy, I don't know. I'm comfortable
1: with that, Bob. Uh, uh,
0: Jim, Jim uh, what do you think? Well, uh, I mean, he's already said the word we can't use, and this is pretty clear. We're not talking about the <laughs> central region itself, but really the area around the central region, which to me is a lot more palatable than just going for it. All right, all right, Bob. We'll run it up the flagpole and see what happens. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's tough.
0: Yeah, it is tough. Derriere I, is a nice word. I heard the an advertising guy receive a Clio Award, which is the advertising equivalent of the Oscars or an Emmy one time, and he said, uh, he said, I appreciate this award. He even won it for Nike or something like that, you know. He said, I appreciate the award, but the real heroes in this advertising business are those that have to write ads for hemorrhoid cream right. or things like this. Right. I mean that's tough, you know. Yeah. How do you make it how do you get the message out in a way that doesn't offend, doesn't offput uh and Does th- th- just doesn't go too far. I mean that ad that I just read right there that would not you would not have seen anything like that. Uh, well at least when we were kids No, in, I know. In, in fact 10 20 years ago. I mean they until recently remember they couldn't even show they would show they would do ads on t v for bras, but they couldn't show the bra actually on a woman they yeah. would ha- they would have it on a on a mannequin or something
2: well, but. no, what they would have is the woman would have a turtleneck sweater on with the bra over it, yeah, I remember that clearly going that, that something's wrong there,
0: yeah, that it, doesn't look right, yeah, they couldn't show, <laughs> yeah, and so. In an, in a print ad like this, where it shows two people endorsing the product, that's fine. But Doesn't I don't, show their I don't want to see the picture of the buttocks yeah. with the butterfly on it, on yeah. a TV ad. I uh, unless and that's when you bring in the credible spokesperson, mm-hmm. like you would bring in, let's say, Betty White, and she would come on and say, "Let me show you how it works." <laughs> right. If it's someone you admire like that, then you say, "Well."
2: All right. Let okay,
0: I let. I yeah. guess I. I guess I can accept this. Let's see how it works.
2: Right. There. There's a, a another. There's a, a commercial that's playing on television right now, and I'm sure you've seen it before. But it's for a, t- a toenail fungus um, remover or medicine. Uh huh. And I'm walking in the kitchen. I always have the TV on in the kitchen. I'm walking in the kitchen, and, and the announcer says, "You know, no longer do you have to be embarrassed by embarrassing toenail fungi." And they show a real—they show a real toe.
0: Microscopic. No fungi.
2: No, just like you're sitting there. Like somebody goes, "Hey, look at this. That's the toe they show th- that they're putting medicine on." It was just nauseating. It was yellow and crusty, and 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 had it was wet. And, and
0: you're sitting down, ready to have, and I'm trying to cook cooking
2: something. Yeah, and and I'm thinking, can't they animate? Can't they just make an of animation? Course they can. No, they had to show a real to like like diapers, like the, you know when they when they diapers and women's m- menstrual products. They they have a nice, pretty blue liquid. That's what they always put on those things. Look how absorbent it is. It's blue. They don't pour a can of coke in there because that would be nauseating. Yeah, you know. Yeah but they show the nice but not this tail toenail fungus people they showed a real grody looking toenail that was enough to make you want to lose your lunch
0: hmm. i don't know i don't know unless they're I don't trying to, see that. I don't to, to see get that. you where you live if you are a person who has a toenail like that they're 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 calling you out they're saying this is come on you know this is what you got Right. We can fix that.
2: But can't they animate it somehow? Yeah, but
0: then if they make it a cartoon, then it seems to suggest that it's not really a big problem. It's just something to kind of snicker at. It's a cartoon, after all. Not a big deal.
2: You know, like all those cough commercials that have the animated
0: phlegm monsters. They don't show you
2: real (laughs) phlegm.
0: Well, the toe fungus ones used to have those little creepy little bugs. Animated, Yeah, animate
2: animate the stuff.
0: Same with Raid.
2: So do you think with this buttocks thing, if the butterfly thing, if they animated it...
0: Well, and they'd animate a butterfly.
2: But, 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 you know, so like the what's the toilet paper commercial Char- with, the, with the bears, with, with the that, bears. Isn't that, that are, Charmin are or going something? out in the woods and stuff?
0: Yeah. No, I yeah. It's, but,
2: it's shocking, quite frankly. How, well, how... but
0: they're cute bears. <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs> but I don't care if they... You ought to ha- see
0: their next campaign coming up with the Pope.
2: <laughs> I don't care if they have a little bit stuck to their butt. I don't care. That's the whole thing.
0: Yeah. You know. Well, these are all products that, and everybody has a but, that people so. don't really <clears throat> want to talk about. It's in polite company, if if there even is any polite company anymore. I don't even know what that term means anymore these days. I know. But uh, anyway, I just thought that, yeah, that was a challenge writing that, that copy and and it's for men and women by the way
2: yeah that's very smart of them to put a man on there too because most of he's these, smiling he's happy most of these things you stick in your pants are for women and if they had just had a woman on there you would have thought it was a woman's product right but you right. really threw me when you told me there was a guy on there too yeah so
0: well there is a guy on there yeah yeah hey speaking <laughs> of bears what a nice transition this <laughs> yeah. is um I don't know if you even care about this but i i just i've always been aware of smoky bear from when i was a little kid i was always intrigued by it and i think a lot of people were yeah because it was such a and continues to be such a symbol of protection of america's forests mm-hmm. from and it's in it and smoky just celebrated his 70th birthday it's the seventieth birthday of the campaign right. of helping to prevent forest fires, which they no longer call forest fires. By the way, they call them wildfires, really, no, because they want it to to apply to uh, you know all kinds of outdoor fires, grass fires, range fires. So brush only you fires.
2: can prevent yeah wildfires, or is it just a generic yeah. fires? Only it's, you can they, prevent
0: they say wildfires now in their advertising. Got it. So I always thought, as a kid, that it was Smokey the Bear. Smoke and there was a song. I think That's maybe I right. can find it. Smokey mm-hmm. the Bear. Yeah. And it's- yeah, so there it is. So the the they put the the in there because right. it it worked better with the music rhythmically. Yeah, rhythmically. But it, it from the beginning it really was just Smokey Bear. It Smoky was never bear. the right. And uh, but I do remember that w- when I remember seeing these as as a kid, Smokey the Bear was scary. He had a scary voice. It was like, Hello, only
1: you can prevent forest fires. It's like
0: you if you play with matches, I'm gonna take you down like a cheap suit. You know, I mean, right. it's scary, it's scary. It was, well, he's a it was, bear. Yeah, it was part of, the, it wasn't just like, hey, yeah. hey mm-hmm. boys and girls, let's make sure that we don't start yeah. fires to hurt our little forest friends. No, he was right. saying, you do this man, I'm coming after you. Right. I'm but isn't
2: that sort of too, part of it was sort of, that's what a bear would sound like. A bear wouldn't say, wouldn't sound like what you just did.
0: Well, bears, now, but the, new bear smoke, the newer Smokey Bear campaigns, he is very much. Uh, he's gentle. Very gentle. He's very easy, yeah. Yeah. He's very But I remember, no, I remember,
2: to remember that voice.
0: A forest is many things. Shady places where you can camp.
1: Good places for picnics, too.
0: Yes. And a home for wildlife.
1: All kinds of wildlife.
0: Timberland for lumber harvest. And grazing land so there'll be meat for dinner.
1: And milk in the morning.
0: Watershed to make sure you'll get water when you turn the tap on at home.
1: A forest is sure a lot of things.
0: Yes. But let a little fire get started. Catch on, destroy, and your forest is nothing.
1: Nothing for anybody. You have so many reasons to protect your forests. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires.
0: I remember just rattling the TV set, and I, I was on. oh my God, I, I better not play with matches, which I then promptly did, of course, but...
2: <laughs> you did set a fortress fire, Yes, I've right? told this story before. I didn't
0: really uh think I was playing with matches. I thought I knew what I was doing. There's a difference between playing with and being uh an expert.
2: Well, but wait a minute. Let me correct you on that because mm. playing with matches is just screwing around. Using matches is cuz you've been told to go to light the stove, to go there's a so you were yeah. still playing with them.
0: Well, I, I was...
2: You were experimenting, which equals playing.
0: Yes, I was going to show my brother uh, how to start a forest... Uh, how to start... <laughs> not a start, <laughs>
2: well, Actually, that's what you ended up
1: doing. Yeah, so I ended up,
0: how to make a campfire. I, I thought I knew how to... You know, I'm sort of towing the sand a little bit, doing a little Cub Scout, Boy Scout stuff, and so I thought now I was an instant expert on it. <laughs> and so I said I was going to show him how to do it. Well, I... I Long story short, and, and the fire got away from me and it caught on some bushes. Next thing you know, we burned an acre and a half yeah. right next to our house.
2: Yeah. And boy, I bet every time you saw Smokey Bear after that,
0: yeah. you felt so I knew, guilty. I he knew was talking who, right to you. He was talking to me.
1: Only you can prevent forest fires. But
0: but the story of him is that he has been recognized as a wildfire prevention symbol since 1944. Yeah, But before, uh, so, so he pre-, he pre predates when they actually, the, the legend of Smokey Bear comes from. And it was a spring day in 1950 in the mountains of New Mexico. A little cub was caught in the path of the fire. Oh, remember seeing this story? Yeah. And he took refuge in a tree that was reduced to a, just a charred yeah. snag. It, but he saved his life by climbing into the tree, but he was badly burned on his little paws and his hind legs. Ooh. So firefighters took him. And uh, took him home, and, and he needed veterinary aid. And they flew him to Santa Fe, where his burns were treated and bandaged. And then the firefighters who rescued him called him the little bear cub Hotfoot Teddy. But then his name was changed ultimately to Smokey Bear. Mm. And so they gave the go ahead after he was recovered to send him to Washington, D.C.'s uh, National Zoo, and he became there the living symbol of Smokey Bear. Yeah. Very popular. Yeah. But uh, two guys named Steve Nelson and Jack Rollins in 1952 wrote that song, this song. With a ranger's
2: hat and shovel and a pair of dungarees, you will find him in the forest always sniffing at the breeze. People stop and pay attention when he tells them to beware
1: because everybody knows that he's the fire preventin' bear. Smokey the Bear, Smokey the Bear
0: It would cause a debate among Smokey aficionados for a long time. Is he Smokey the Bear or Smokey Bear? And you know, we've already been over that. Right. But uh, it became a very popular song. But his name actually never changed. It's always been Smokey Bear. And get this, in 1965, the volume of mail to Smokey Bear was so high that he got his own zip code Two o two five two. Wow! Only the president of the United States is the is the other person to have a VIP zip code. Wow! So, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty good. Cool. The real Smokey died in 1976, returned to New Mexico, buried at the state historical park, and uh, they changed that that forest fire name thing to wildfires in 2001, so it would apply to all kinds of outdoor fires. So there you go.
2: There's another animated. Uh, so I, I'm kind of intrigued by the voice of of, of Smokey Bear and yeah. how it's how it's changing now to be a little less threatening. Um, but but what, what's that crime dog McGruff? Yeah, the crime dog is another McGruff, yeah. is another uh, animated. Uh, mascot that uses a really
0: gruff voice. Well, Tony uh, the Tiger used Tony to, the Tiger
2: to be That's really right. big
0: voice.
1: That's right. Yeah. All I gotta say is try some Kellogg sugar frosted flakes. They're great.
0: Yeah, so that, uh, but I, you know, a tiger can't have. Hi, I'm Tony the Tiger. I've been, been kind of sick. That's right. And eat more frosted That's flakes, right. I guess. Yeah, I just love stuff like that and then when you get to be a birthday boy like me I know you should never look backwards but I can't help looking backwards sometimes because those are fond memories and it's it's fun to yeah to to look back on that stuff because they were the happiest times of your life you didn't have anything to worry about really you know nobody was telling you well you better get to work and get a job and
2: yeah you
0: got to make this you got to be here certainly yeah, at school of course but, uh, you know, how how tough was that, really? And then summertime was crazy time. It was just like, you're liberated. Oh, my God. Yeah. What am I going to do first? Right. Nothing. That's what I'm going to do.
2: Nothing. And you, you really weren't accountable. As long as you got your chores done, you pretty much could go chores. and do whatever you wanted. You didn't have chores. You had chores as a kid. We sort
0: of had chores. We did. But we were so poor at doing them that my mom, and I, my mom told me about this years later. She said, you know what? I just I got tired of of browbeating you guys and begging you to do the thing. I just figured, you know what? Just get them out of the house. I'll do it myself. It's going to be easier oh. than, than monitoring them, you know, in, in the simple cleaning of our room.
2: Right. You or know, or we, emptying out the trash yeah. or or we
0: if we were like my brother and I we share a room, if we were supposed to clean our room, well, it would be more, you know, a battle royale. <laughs> now, that's your that's your side of the room man it'd be like that all the time Uh, i I get where my mom was coming from (laughs) just saying oh god just get out of here i'll do it myself yeah which is not what you should do you got to teach kids responsibility right and uh, do and and we it's not like we never did it but it was always a bit of a project with us and
2: well, nobody, no kids like to do. I right? no, no kid likes to clean their room or clean their closet. It's yeah, you you will find everything possible to get out of it.
0: Well, most kids will, but once in a while you'll run again uh, across that aberration kid that that said, oh, we've never have to tell him anything. Sure, we've, we've never sure. told him to do his homework. He comes straight home and does it. He's always been a self starter. Sure, he's just a brilliant kid. He We don't know where it comes from. We're not like that. He's just different. He's fantastic.
2: There's a difference too. I think it is as an adult, and it's not that I want to clean out a closet or clean my room, but you you do get a mental. Uh there's some sort of mental satisfaction from yeah. it. You feel good. Mm-hmm. You feel good. You're, you'll go in at the end of the day and you'll keep opening the closet and go, "Look at how nice all those sheets are! All organized and everything's in a box." Yeah, and it feels good. You don't get that as a kid. You no. get no mental I, reward at all. No, from, I don't.
0: I don't remember ever feeling great. I'm like, "Hey, man, that looks good." Yeah, we like we yeah. just got Look it. We did. God, we're done. Let's get out of here. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, That's true enough. True <clears throat> enough. Um I know we have not talked about this yet, and uh, it's a little bit after the fact now, but I I, I would want to know your thoughts about it as well. We recently lost two uh, comedy legends, I mean Uh that that word's thrown around a lot, but it it really applies in in both of these cases, Robin Williams and Joan Rivers. Different circumstances, certainly, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess to talk first about Robin Williams, that one just hit me like a like a, a haymaker, and I think that's true for a lot of people because all you really know about Robin Williams, all you really know about anybody in show business, is what you see on screen, and so you think, oh my God, this guy, he's just he's got everything going for him. He's just as happy as a clam. I hear him talk about it. he's so silly. He's got a great life. He makes a lot of movies. He must be l- make a lot of money. What pro- possible problems could he have? You know, so you, you and I both think about, geez, how am I going to pay my bills this month? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any of that worried about. It. He's mm-hmm. got it made. Mm-hmm. He, he makes people laugh. It's just got this life's got to be a, just a cabaret for him. It's just got to be great. There, he can't have any serious problems. Mm-hmm. And so when you hear the way that he met his end by his own hand mm-hmm. like that, and it's such a uh, Grizzly way it was sort of not like I'm going to take some pills and go nine night
2: Yeah, I in, in yeah we'll we'll get to the that in a bit. I was particularly struck too by um, by the hanging, and I'll, I'm just going to yeah, say it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I and not that I've ever thought about doing this, but when you think when you look at it and you think, well, if I do get to a place where I'm going to take myself out, that is would not be in the top top three of mine
0: well and the other thing is not to jump into your point i uh, just saying, did you not have the thought and i know a lot of people did even though i've never talked about this with anybody that you thought well wait a minute how would you do that with a belt hmm how would that work yeah you're sitting on the mm-hmm. ground hmm, how mm-hmm. would i do that if i would right. you, you I, find yeah. yourself thinking about yep. how did that work
2: yeah, absolutely um and i talked to a, a a psychologist friend of mine about this that I just said it seemed particularly brutal as if there was some punishment in in that act that very act and she said you know it's very common for men to be much more violent in their suicide than women are women are typically v- are the pill takers mm-hmm. are the all sit in the car in the garage they're never the gun to the head they're n- rarely the the hanging they're rarely they'll they'll there's it's split 50-50 between jumping off a bridge type of thing but that's pretty much a male tendency to to do that sort of violent men men just do it very violently for some reason hmm. when they're when they are at that point they want they want to do it violently and it does. Doesn't it feel yeah. like a punishment in some way?
0: Yeah, it's it's far more shocking, and, and in is. some ways it maybe really that's is. part of the part of the motivation, although I, I don't think you're thinking rationally when you're doing that anyway. Uh, one of my very best friends mm. uh, that I kind of lost track of for a brief period of time, but we check in a couple, three times a year at least, I, I sent him a letter, it was a long letter, and I said, I'm coming out there, he's living in Kansas, I'm coming out there to visit you. He had a he had remarried by then. He had a child. And I said, I've come out to visit. I just got to see you. Uh, it's been too long. Uh, about a month goes by, and I get a letter, and it's from his mother-in-law. And she said, I I, I opened your this letter, uh, and I, uh, I just have to tell you that uh, he, uh, this fellow, uh, killed himself mm. Uh, mm. sometime before your letter arrived. And uh, I got your address and stuff, and you must have been a close friend of his. I can tell by your letter. The guy turned a shotgun on himself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, here he leaves behind. And I felt he leaves behind the little boy and the wife and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling just devastated and sad and upset and sorrowful. and uh, And it lasted about one day, and then I switched, and I became... Extremely angry at him, mm-hmm. and I've sure. never changed from that sure. since. <clears throat> and uh, fairly or unfairly, that's where I'm at with him doing that. Right, uh, and I, I'm, and, you and, may- I, and I'm sure there's a sense of rage among Robin Williams' friends, as, as well, coupled with the sadness that. Gee, and then of course you blame yourself. Why didn't I see something? Why didn't I? Why didn't I keep in better touch with him? Maybe I could' have made a difference you well, know? and what?
2: I think it's really um a publicized depression depression's a lot bigger you're you're assuming that these are people who might just take a a problem that you and I can handle and say, "Oh, I can't handle it." Depression's a bigger, bigger deal, and you can't possibly know what that is yeah people it, like
0: to say, "Oh, I'm depressed today, yeah, no,
2: no, you're not, you're just you know feeling poopy. There's a big difference and and you're right on the surface it it seems like um, those are things that should keep you living and you should be grateful and it has nothing to do with being grateful uh, having money and family and all that D- depression's a whole different game it is a mental illness mental illness yeah. that it so that is the the mm-hmm. I guess the only silver lining to come out of this is that you know the, I, I have some uh, one person that I'm very close friends with and after this happened I actually, we went out to lunch. I go. I'm just, and I know she's on depression medication. I said, you know what? I've decided I'm not going to not talk about it anymore. How you doing with that? How's it feeling? How are you feeling? Is it working? What's going on for you? Talk to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I
2: said I'm not going to not talk about it anymore. Not. I yeah. want to know how she's doing.
0: Yeah, it's like a living thing that that overpowers you. It's stronger mm-hmm. than you. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I and I don't. We don't know all the issues in Robin Williams' life, but I do know that. While we would think that he should have thought him, himself as wildly successful, he may have thought of himself as a flop because he kept, he kept falling back into drug and, and yeah. alcohol habits and things, and mm-hmm. thought, well, "Here I go whole... again. I'm, a, I'm not." Six, yeah. I'm not a success, I'm a failure.
2: Well, And there's the whole insecurity issue and uh, people might think I'm a fraud. We, I mean, all those things, again, that go through people's heads, no matter how wildly famous they are, it's just you could make the same argument with the girls who are super skinny that think they need to lose weight. I mean, there's this whole, you, you cannot understand how somebody perceives themselves. You will never, because yep. you can't get inside them. Yep. So.
1: Yes, Mrs. Doubtfire did well, and yes, I am going to play Lorena Bobbitt. That should be interesting. Drop it. Here we go, Mrs. Hellfire. When do you suddenly wake up a Ken doll?
0: Well, one person that seemed to uh, perceive themselves uh, pretty well was Joan Rivers. I mean, she—no kidding. She yeah. really uh, just was a fireball, and and uh, and and here's somebody that you know arguably could have become depressed and maybe she was from time to time because her career had so many highs and lows her very own husband uh, killed himself mm-hmm. and uh, and then she discovered that you know he kind of mishandled all their money and she was essentially broke right at the at the you know point in her career where she had lost her Fox TV show and mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was a real low point and to come back I know, uh, really strong, and and still at the age of eighty one, having no i no sense that she's going to slow down at all, right? Until uh, until and course, fate intervened.
2: And of course she had done a show in New York the night hours before she went in for surgery. Yeah, and uh, just and people either really love her or really hate her. I don't think there's anybody really middle of the road about Joan Rivers. Yeah. I think she's fantastic. I just I I think she's just um. Smart and sharp, and I don't think all of her jokes are funny, but I just think she's an extraordinarily
0: dynamic woman. Well, I think comedians, generally speaking, as all of us do, we like to be liked. We want to be liked, and so you, you know, it's easy to default to things that, um, you know, are going to get approval from people. They're going to say, "Yeah, that's good. I like that." Uh, But she was one of those handful of Comedians that that will actually tick people off, and that's her goal is to make you uncomfortable, to make you squirm.
2: Yeah, she likes um, to say that she say she's she's the one who says the things that everybody else is thinking. Yeah, very true. Yeah.
1: I was on the Carson show two times ago, and I mentioned rock stars were ugly, and I got letters from all over America. Rock stars are not ugly. Rock, Rod Stewart, Rod Stewart, he has got acne. I think you could play connect the dots for a year on this man's face. Do you think I'm sexy? Squish, 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 squish. Uh, Barry Manilow knows if he was on hard drugs, he could inhale Peru. Uh, uh, um, the one with the lips, the one with the lips, the big lips, the lips, the lips. Mick Jagger! He could French kiss a moose. I have never seen that. He could suck a lemon from here to the Beverly Wilshire Hotel. Oh, shh. He's got childbearing lips. And, oh shh! <laughs> he... St- St- Stevie wants Stevie wonder that poor son of a bitch. <gasps> Who's gonna tell him he's wearing a macrame plant holder on his head? <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty cool, pretty cool person, and uh, yeah, I have her disappear so quickly. In some ways, I think she always said, "I want to be on stage when I go," and she practically was. Right. So. Pretty, pretty neat.
1: If you've ever seen the forest when a fire is running wild And you love the things within it like a mother loves her child Then you know why Smokey tells you when he sees you passing through Remember, please be careful, it's the least that you can do Smokey the Bear, Smokey the Bear growling and a growling and a sniffing in the air he can find a fire before it starts to flame that's why they call him Smokey, that was how he got his name <coughs>